Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I tracked kind of every time I told myself I was going to only have one drink or zero drinks or anything, and it was just 100% failure rate. Um, so I knew I just needed a little bit more. All right, Look Up listeners, welcome back to another episode of the Look Up podcast. I'm your host, Mark Weinstein. And as always, I want to give you all a quick thank you for continuing to support the show. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for sharing with your friends. Thank you for supporting the Patreon community. Thank you for reaching out to me with guest recommendations and questions. I'm here at mark at thelookuppodcast.com if ever you want to reach out or if you want to be on the show or host me on your podcast. I've actually recorded a few in recent days. This episode, today it's June 20th, 2020. This episode was recorded in early May, maybe even late April, right in the middle of quarantine. One of the reasons why I wanted to have this conversation was because of the increase in incidences in alcoholism and abuse as individuals found themselves under quarantine unable to go to meetings, um, moving to virtual meetings, etc. My guest today is Mike Russell. Mike is the founder and CEO of Monument. Monument is an online treatment platform for those looking to change their relationship with alcohol. Prior to Monument, Mike was on a number of founding teams, including Paint Zen, which was acquired by PPG Industries, Bombas, ZipDrug, and MyClean, four New York City technology startups still operating today. He's a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma survivor and has dedicated much of his time towards raising money to help children with cancer. What fascinated me the most about Mike and what he's building is that it's great to see serial entrepreneurs focus on using technology for bettering the human condition. And by that, I mean not creating further addiction to our technology itself, but instead using technology to treat addiction and to build supportive communities around problems like alcoholism. In this conversation, we spoke about his journey with struggling with alcohol, which actually led him to creating this company, the impact that that had on his life, and why Monument can help. I hope that if you're listening to this and you or a loved one are experiencing problems associated with alcohol consumption, whether or not you consider yourself an alcoholic, that you will check out Monument, that you will go seek other resources if possible as well. And Mike makes himself available on the platform to answer any of your questions. So that's it from me. No comment on everything else that's happening in this world today. Um, We've done a, done a, a bit of that over the last couple of weeks, and there'll be more to come. But for now... This is Mike Russell. So let's do it. You ready? Hey, Rock. All right. Mike, thank you so much for coming on the Look Up podcast. I really appreciate it, brother. Great to be here. Thank you so much for the opportunity. So one thing I noticed as I was doing a little bit of research on your background was that we share a similar background in the promotions business. Yes. Yes, I know. I, uh, you know, I, I graduated college uh, in early 2002, 2003, mm-hmm. um, sometime around there. And I started a great job at City. Um, and, you know, on the side, you know, I needed to make extra money to be able to afford to live in Manhattan. So I started doing some nightclub promotions. Even, even back then. Even back then. And, you know, it was a different world in, in nightlife then because, you know, the big companies now, the, you know, the conglomerates, they, they didn't fully form at that point. So there are a lot of independent um, hotels, restaurants, bars, clubs that really just needed supported marketing. Um, long story short, I, I got to a point after a couple of years where I was 
um, producing more income through the nightlife promotions business uh, than I was at work. And yeah, made the typical call to my parents, leave my great job in banking and pursue a full-time career in nightlife promotions. And uh, (laughs) as you can imagine, the response were so pissed. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, oh, tuition, all this stuff. So anyway, yeah, I did it for about eight years. Um, I had a partner who was unbelievable. I learned the fundamentals of business. Um, it was extremely valuable uh, for kind of my foundational, you know, just business strategy and skill set. Um, also, kind of probably one of the reasons um, that Monument exists today, um, just given the nature of the lifestyle and, you know, a lot of. Uh, drinking, you know, that, that I was doing during that time, um, which I think probably, you know, led to some of the challenges I had with alcohol, you know, when I was transitioned out of that industry and into technology. Yeah, absolutely. And that's definitely an industry where the vices are, are all around you and all available to you. Nightlife has this this certain allure, you know, you have a lot of people expect you to be drinking with them because they're drinking and you're there and working. So that's a challenge. Uh, and then you're also an entrepreneur and the life of an entrepreneur is one that's filled with dramatic ups and downs or can be filled with dramatic ups and downs just in any given day, as you said, right? Like you go, you have a huge success with my clean where 400 customers sign up, but then you're like, Oh, actually that success is another problem that I have to fix because now there's a leak somewhere else. I only have two cleaners and that's like basically every six, every big success causes kind of another challenge, you know, to figure out. So, yeah. So it's just this kind of game of whack-a-mole and as an entrepreneur, you know, and having done that in the past as well, I know how emotionally taxing it can be. Um, and so I guess at that point, you know, was it, was it at this point before you sold paint and, or as you sold paint and that you realized that you were having your own challenges with, um, with alcohol? That's a good question. So, you know, it's, I always thought that my challenges or or struggles would go away once I transitioned careers. Right. And the funny thing is, um, you know, they didn't, uh, when I was fully out of kind of the nightlife industry and and working full time, you know, in technology at Pantsamp, they just really changed. Like my, I went from, I really kind of turned into a kind of uh, my struggle was I, I wasn't a daily drinker. Like I never wanted to drink. I never thought about drinking when I woke up. I never had cravings to drink. I was drinking maybe once every two weeks, um, once a week at most. But it was like, if I hit like a spot where like I'm out with friends or a trigger, you know, I'd say, okay, I'll have a drink or I won't drink at all, you know, going into it. And, you know, if I knew it was coming um, and I'd start with one drink and there was no stopping from there. Um, so it was a, it was a very kind of unique challenge because, you know, I never knew when the trigger was going to happen. I never thought I was going to have a, even a drink or wanted a drink when I woke up that morning. Um, and it wasn't really impacting my life in a huge way, um, especially before I, you know, had a, had a family and, and kids, um, you know, so it was always something in the back of my mind. I always thought about it. Um, but you know, the motivation to do something about it, uh, actually came after, um, you know, the experience with paints. And I think the, the big trigger was like, you know, maybe I, I, I missed like a soccer practice or something for, for my kids. And I was like, all right, like, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and that was like when I started going out and looking at options for, for treatment, um, because I had tracked kind of every time I told myself I was going to only have one drink or zero drinks or anything. And it was just a hundred percent failure rate. Um, so I knew I just needed a little bit more. Yeah. I remember taking, you go to the doctor and the doctor has a questionnaire during your annual checkups about how much you're drinking in a given week. And uh, for me coming out of college, I was having, you know, a similar situation where I was a fully functioning, you know, member of society, making good money in investment banking, going out one night a week. But that one night would equate to 
the number of drinks that if you're having that many drinks per week, there's the doctor says there's a problem, there's an issue there. Yeah. And so I can feel that because especially when you're quote unquote succeeding in these other areas of your life, like you have a wife, you have kids, you have these businesses that are doing well. It's like, it often takes for many, I believe it takes kind of hitting, hitting a quote unquote rock bottom or really having a moment where you're like, yeah. Oh man, like this is the tipping point. Um, but you were able to notice it kind of without that type of situation. Yeah. I think, you know, our whole, you know, you know, monument, it was built around my personal experiences, you know, I'll take you through, happy to take you through them all. You know, it's a, it's an online treatment platform for those looking to change their relationship with alcohol. And there's, you know, multiple kind of components, you know, within the monument platform. Um, but our kind of belief in our thought is that, um, you know, you shouldn't, be worried about that conversation with your doctor. You know, it shouldn't, people shouldn't be embarrassed. You know, I know I used to get really concerned when I got, I knew that question was coming. Yeah. Uh, I might've even, you know, like skewed the numbers a little bit. Um, but why? Right. I, I should have been, you know, open and honest. And, you know, another thing is, you know, I thought, you know, this ties back to, to my treatment, um, searching why monument exists is, you know, there's all different kind of, profiles of, of people that drink, you know, and it's like anything else it's, you know, some have a healthy relationship with alcohol and that's great. You know, monument is not, you know, here to, um, tell people not to drink. In fact, I wish I had a healthy relationship with alcohol. I'd be enjoying it too. Right. Responsible drinking. Um, you know, but really like it's to provide more options. They're screaming in the background, um, which is one of the I love it. Hey, it's, um, it's all good. It's and, real. Uh, yeah, it is. It certainly is. Um, you know, it's to provide more options and it's, it's to say, you know, for someone, you know, like myself or, or many others, you know, it's, there's something out there, you know, an option to manage your, your drinking or stop drinking that you could take part in and join, you know, and for me at least have success in while you don't change anything else in your life, really, you know, you're just continuing to be high functioning, continuing this, but you're also engaged in this, in this program and, you know, you're, you're meeting your goals, you know, and, and that's really worked very well for me. And you mentioned in one of your posts, um, you, you wrote a nice post on medium about why you started monument and you mentioned uh, that as you stop drinking and you had found a prescription medication actually that helps you moderate mm -hmm. uh, the desire to drink, which I'd love to learn more about because I had no idea that such such a thing existed. Uh, but you re started to realize kind of what alcohol, what the alcohol or the desire for alcohol was masking. I think you used the word mask. Yeah. So I'd be curious to go a little bit deeper there and understand, you know, what started to come up for you as you identified that there was an issue. Yeah. So I, I'll take you through it. So, you know, number one was, you know, the step, okay, I want to change this. Number two is I started to look at my options and my options were very much, you know, all, um, some that would something that would require me to make a significant change to my life um, in terms of, you know, time commitment or, you know, overhauling, you know, you know, relationships or things that I really didn't want to do. Um, you know, I do believe that those are required for certain people. And we all know that worked really well for so many people. Um, work, just working the steps, basically. Yeah. Like, we're, you know, Monument is an, is an online treatment platform, you know, and I, I believe that, you know, we are showing early results and I believe that we're going to have tons of success, you know, for low to moderate cases. Right. But um, not all are that. And I think that, you know, if, if it's a, it's a more severe diagnosis or, or something, you know, in that line, like, you know, it's great to have, you know, the other programs or, or different options out there. You know, I think mm -hmm. it's personalization that was missing. And what I found was, you know, everything was really built around, you know, something a bit more um, extreme than what I needed. So how did I find kind of what I found is I, I did try some of the other options. Um, 
you know, and they didn't work for me. So I started talking to people I knew. I started to research and, um, you know, I learned about these medications. And I was also shocked that, you know, I, I didn't know they existed. And, you know, um, this is important, but I went and talked to my psychiatrists about the medications, you know, which everybody uh, should talk to an informed doctor. I think, you know, Monument, um, the beauty of it is like the physicians on the Monument platform understand the medications. They understand, you know, um, you know, how to talk through and you know, whether or not that which one, if any, are right for the monument member. Um, but, you know, generally, you know, not many people or, or not, you know, people even know they exist. Right. So, um, you know, I did have that conversation and I got the prescription and I thought, hey, you know, I started taking it. It started working and I thought that was it. You know, it's, mm. it's over. This is going to be the best year of my life. I stopped, um, <laughs> 2018, actually what followed was quite different. Um, you know, I started to experience, you know, um, you know, impulse, uh, lack of impulse control, you know, uh, emotional kind of uh, behaviors that hadn't existed prior. Um, and you know, I, that through the hard way learned about, you know, something called kind of co-occurring uh, conditions or, you know, specific, um, you know, mental health, you know, uh, issues that will develop, you know, for some percentage of, of people that change their drinking. Um, and it did for me. And, you know, I think that's where the importance of therapy came in um, and how I learned about, you know, why those are happening. I'm not alone. You know, I identified, you know, I was in denial for a while. I identified, okay, this is what's happening and this is why it's happening. And through mm. therapy was able to kind of identify and build tools to manage those conditions. Um, you know, it was something I wish I knew earlier, but that's another big piece built into the monument platform is you know, if, if you are experiencing, you know, if you have success with, with your drinking, you know, or, or goals of changing your relationship about, and then you do start to experience, you know, anything, you know, like I did or, or, you know, um, changing kind of, uh, behaviors or thoughts or whatever. Um, we number one, uh, publish information to let people know that's happens. Um, here's why it happens. And then you have access to, you know, therapists who can, specifically help work on that as it relates to, you know, things that will occur, you know, when people stop or, or moderate their drinking. Yeah. And, and I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot there, right. Mixing in kind of your experience with the platform itself. And I think that's because as you've mentioned, like you, the way that you think about building businesses is you do deep research on them. And in this instance, you were doing deep research for yourself and we're like, Oh, this is a fairly common, this yeah. is more common than I, than I realized. Um, I guess, you know, I'd be I curious thinking about it as a business at this point. Like I was just trying to understand, I think I was in denial for a while. And then once I'm like, why am I having, why am I feeling this way? You know, mm -hmm. uh, I just had these two huge success, like milestones in my life. Um, you know, a, a acquisition of, of a company that you know, I've been working on for quite some time um, and uh, success with stopping to, to drink. Why am, why am I having a horrible time? And, you know, that was that was a tough, tough thing and something I what learned you... for myself, but not as a business yet. I didn't get to the business piece until, you know, after what have you. What have you, what, what's your current takeaway on that? I mean, you know, I'm sure it's, it's a pro it's an ongoing process. Um, here we are, you know, two years later ish, like what, I, I think that's a really interesting thread I want to pull on because you were experiencing the success of external validation, the success of kind of our current culture, as far as, you know, having an exit, a startup exit. Um, why, why do you think you weren't happy? I mean, my thought is that, you know, it's, it's because of the exact, you know, what we published, like I had stopped drinking alcohol, um, after, you know, drinking alcohol for a very long time. And those conditions that, you know, is, are kind of at this point, you know, 
will pop up and you know some percentage you know relevant percentage of people that do stop drinking or, or change their drinking that was the cause you know and whether those whether those were you know being suppressed prior whether those you know developed as a result of um you know stopping drinking you know i'm not i'm not quite there yet but i know for sure um that's what caused it and you know i, I wish that i was able to identify that earlier and jump right on it um you know but you know that's again that's what monument is is there for it's to help people understand that you know this may happen and if it is like you're not alone it's fairly you know other people experience it and here's kind of what to do What are some some common um, common red flags or common warning signs? You know, other than other than the stop having stopped drinking, which I guess for me, part of the question that I have is like, is the stopping of the drinking the cause of these? It's like it's the proximate cause, but it's not necessarily the root cause of the emotions and and the impulse states that you're mentioning. Um, and everybody, I imagine everyone that struggles with, with any form of addiction has a different root cause, uh, behind that or certain, you know, some therapists would talk about trauma, uh, behind that, I guess one is kind of, what are, what are some common symptoms, let's call them that one might be experiencing after deciding to stop drink that, yeah. So that's a good question. So, you know, there's a lot there. Number one, I do want to say I'm, I'm not a therapist. You know, I have been very fortunate to work with some of the top psychologists, you know, in the world, you know, on mm-hmm. who've been advising on, on monument. Um, you know, I can relay my opinions, um, and my thoughts. Um, but you know, I, I, number one, I guess, first and foremost, it doesn't happen to everybody. So, you know, it yeah. would be, it's just as normal if you were drinking for a while, stopped drinking, and then nothing resulted from it, which I'm jealous. <laughs> I wish that happened. Yeah. Um, I think some common things for me were like, uh, you know, replacement of, you know, the addiction, um, anger management, emotional kind of lack of emotional control, mm-hmm. lack of impulse control. I started, you know, buying a whole bunch of things um, that, you know, I just was looking for that replacement, right? And, um, you know, those were some things that were happening. And, uh, I think it would vary by person on whether they happen or at all, how severe they are, you know, what actually, you know, the, the challenges are. Um, but for me, that was kind of the big thing. So in your experience, and as I'm sure this informed your development of monument, like, was it the, what do you think had the most impact on your current progress um was it the the prescription medication which you know i'd love to learn more about because i don't know much about that was it were you already working with a therapist because you mentioned that you went to your psychologist and um and that you you spoke to your psychologist about these medications and to confirm that they're okay was it some element of community which I know Monument offers offers you know this this concept that always comes back is you're not alone uh, is super important. It, it might be all three. Maybe there's nothing or more. There yeah. might not be anything specific, but in your experience and kind of working with other people in similar situations, like what is the the powerful antidote? So yeah, initially, you know, there's there's really two things right and and there'll be more there but you know as we stand today and as i thought about it early on it was information and understanding options right and that was the thought behind the community um i learned through two ways i learned through reading um you know talking to you know medical professionals um so basically like reading real research and the second way i learned was from hearing from peers you know who had relevant experiences that i could relate to um that you know would possibly work for me 
Right. So the importance of the monument community is to allow members to join for free and to access all the information that we, you know, publish, you know, from, you know, doctors, therapists, you know, medical community and make available. Um, and number two, allow people to engage and ask questions, you know, to other members of the community. This is all anonymous, by the way. Um, and oh, really that's great. Yeah, I was going to ask about privacy. Yeah, yeah. So, so all anonymous. And, you know, just like I learned about the medication from a friend, like that's super important, you know, that they hear about things, you know, from peers or, or others, you know, relevant situations that have worked too. And at that point, they're going to, you know, at least for me, I kind of developed like a stance like, okay, you know, here's kind of my situation. Here's the problem I have. And here are my options, you know, to fix it. Right. So that's, that's the community piece. The second part, it's not really about therapy medication, you know, or, or anything. I think, I believe everything's very personalized and everybody's very unique. And yeah. the focus is on getting members to a care team um, that understands both the medication options, you know, on the physician side and on the therapy side understands, you know, the specific, you know, co-occurring conditions related to, you know, changing your relationship with alcohol or stopping to drink like I experienced. So they can work with that member on developing a plan, you know, and the plan might not include any medication, you know, it might not include therapy at all. Um, everybody's super different. And, and, you know, that's really important to know. And yeah, the for sure. is, let's get you to the best, smartest physicians and therapists that understand this specific you know, situation and you work with them to create your plan. And also that plan might evolve. It might change over time. You might redirect. It's not, it's not a straight line. Um, but so there are different, there are different tiers on the platform. Is that the way it works? Where uh, are they getting their connected to their therapist directly through the platform and, and can work, work with that therapist you know, more closely? Or is it like, you know, a group, kind of, of coaches and then they'd recommend, okay, we recommend you see this type of therapist outside of the platform as well. We think that could be beneficial. Yeah. So, um, everything is through the platform as it relates to, um, you know, the physician and the specific, um, prescriptions that could be prescribed, um, for, you know, uh, like reducing your drinking or, or stopping to drink. Those are non-controlled, um, substances. It's important to note, and we don't sell them. We're not an e-commerce, you know, uh, medication company. Um, so if if you you're a physician and and you do decide that you know one is right for you, you the member will be able to get the the prescription right there, fill it right through our portal. Um, we're partnered with an online pharmacy um, that that we um, enable insurance coverage for medication too, and That's it gets great. shipped right to your home. But it is really important, like that. This is like the medication is not a requirement um, and it might not be something members want to do at all. Um, it's important just that, you know, you're connected to a physician and you understand, you know, they're out there and the options and work with them to, to make that decision. Um, on the therapy side, some people, like I said, might, you know, stop drinking and have no, you know, no uh, none of the same issues I have, right? In, in which case they might not need or benefit from, from the therapy. Um, but, you know, if they do, um, you know, it's really important that they access therapy right through our platform. It's all through video chat and the options are um, weekly or every other week and 45 minute sessions. And you're working, you know, together, um, you know, on a very specific problem, um, solving a very specific problem. These are specific conditions that have kind of morphed and I don't know why, you know, or when they became, when they got there, how they got there or what they'll be. But, you know, I, I know that, you know, it's kind of the timeline is it will follow at some point, probably when the drinking stops or reduces and you'll have somebody who's knowledgeable and, you know, understands exactly, you know, why this is happening and, and tools, you know, to work with you, to be able to manage them. Um, and, you know, that's for me, like, really important um yeah would you expect would you expect the typical um 
the typical customer. And as you said, there is no typical customer because it's not a one size fits all solution. But would you expect that they would they would be using outside resources as well? In, in Monument as more of a of a complement to other you know other practices, um, other techniques, other therapies, or is it more of a or do you see it as a supplement for a particular class of people with with um, alcohol that struggle with alcoholism, but as you said, more moderate um, manifestation of that condition? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. So I don't have a good answer there. Like, you know, I would encourage, you know, people to use any outside resources that are beneficial. Right. I, I can certainly say that, you know, um, you know, if, if things are coming up in therapy that require, you know, specific, you know, medications, you know, that, you know, we don't, you know, prescribe or, or we're not, you know, or the physicians aren't, you know, uh, capable or not, um, not capable is maybe the wrong word, don't have a good understanding of, um, then work with an outside psychiatrist, you know, and, and, you know, talk to that psychiatrist about the options. Um, you know, I think one of our plans is kind of to connect the dots there and, you know, uh, be able to make a more natural progression, you know, with a psychiatrist, you know, that would live outside the platform. Um, if you're going to support groups or, or anything else, keep going. Like, you know, I, I don't know what works. I just know that if it's working outside of the platform, keep Do doing it. it. Yeah. I'm curious, like what, what practices, if any, you know, you put into place now in your life that potentially have, you know, have had a positive impact on changing some of the, the challenges that you were struggling with when you first stopped drinking. Yeah. So I started a lot on, um, picking up on old hobbies. Um, cool. like that's been a big thing for me. So I started collecting, you know, Pokemon cards and sports cards with my son, Yes, um, which we love to do. So that's like a fun, fun activity. Um, and honestly, like now I buy baseball cards and Pokemon cards and like, you know, it meets some weird impulse, you know, purchase need that I never had prior, but, um, you know, it's, <laughs> it's fun. It brings us together. Um, you know, and, uh, like that's been really powerful. I think that, you know, I pick up on my, my, my triggers. Like I know when I'm, I'm aware, right. Self-aware. So I know when I'm starting to feel a certain way and then I have like a preset, you know, action I'll take in mind once I identify the, the trigger, um, which, you know, in most cases, it's not perfect. Um, you know, helps me kind of deflect or redirect, you know, um, some of the possible outcomes that were happening prior to when, you know, I started to work on this. And, you know, I think self-awareness is like the most important thing, you know, I didn't even know what was going on. So until I was like aware of it and why it was happening, you know, I think I've actually enjoyed kind of learning about the tools and kind of like how to, you know, understand when it's happening, but, you know, just knowing that it's there and it's happening and, and it's like, for me, the biggest, biggest piece. Yeah, I think definitely awareness is is seems like one of the first steps in identifying any, you know, any challenge, whether it be addiction or um, or other. Uh, I think a lot of us right now are struggling in quarantine with different levels of emotional challenges and traumas coming up. Yeah. Dealing with relationship issues, being quarantined with, you know, someone that you maybe you're married to or in relationship with, but you didn't spend a lot of time with. I know, you know, my family is my, my sister and her husband have their kids with them now all the time. So as you had the screaming child downstairs, like, you know, it's, it's a, a different experience. So I imagine that, and I, I'm glad to hear that you're releasing, you know, you're releasing this now because especially as individuals aren't able to gather and for some reason, alcohol is considered uh, an essential good. Uh, alcohol and, and tobacco. And yeah. Cannabis. Well, 
you know, relative. Uh, we won't go down that path. Uh, I mean, I'd love to, I'd love to go down that path at some point. Um, yeah. I think it's, I don't know if it's essential, but again, um, if I was able to enjoy a drink right now in a responsible way, I'd certainly be glad the store was open. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, as far as it being essential compared to some other things. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll see yeah. my opinions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I think one thing to touch on is groups. Um, you mentioned support groups and stuff like yeah. that. You know, uh, where, the, where we go from here. So, you know, I spoke to you kind of about the community and, you know, um, the importance of learning through research and also others. And then the next step, which is access to, you know, physicians and therapists who are very specifically knowledgeable in this area when it comes to both the medications and, you know, the, uh, the um, issues or mental health issues or co-occurring conditions that may follow and how to treat them. Um, where we go next um, is kind of around further support and relationship building, which is something that's very, very important. I've learned, um, you know, so we had always planned on rolling out, um, our next products, uh, on May 11th, which is called therapist led support groups. And this allows members to join, you know, community members to join a group, you know, there'll be different days, times, um, topics, you know, um, you know, some might be focused on certain you know minorities it's men women like just really inclusive and diverse but all with the same common theme of you know managing alcohol dependence or, or you know uh, built around kind of that conversation and you know, we initially had planned to charge a small fee uh we, there's a cost we incur um every time a group's held on the platform um and a few weeks ago we decided that we were going to subsidize the cost of these um and roll it out nationwide and make it free um and that's in response to just what you said like mm. these crazy challenges you know people are facing now um in isolation being disconnected to you know their support you know the treatment you know the outside world you know the increase in, in alcohol sales like i think there's a lot of people that are stuck in 30, kind of 30 million americans unemployed now anxiety right it's the struggle of a lifetime so i believe that you know this is something we're doing on a national level um if it's free people I know, I believe will join. And I, I just generally feel like this can have a major, major impact at a large scale. Um, so that launches May 11th, Monday. And, um, you know, I'm just like, I've been really passionate about that and, you know, getting it out there and, and you know, getting it in front of as many people as possible. Yeah, and I saw that you're participating in, in the groups as well. Uh, I'm guessing anonymously, but um or maybe not anonymously since, you know, it, it's, it, it's your platform, but I, I noticed online that you were, you were also a group member, which is really cool. Yeah. I try to uh, dog fooding, they call it in, in the Valley, but just use, using your own product. It's uh yeah. It's I just like talking to two members. Um, I'm passionate. I'm very passionate about it. Um, you know, I'm in the community. Um, um, you know, my name is Monument Mike in the community, but I generally just really enjoy um, enjoy it. And there's not every situation I can be helpful with because, you know, many people are asking about situations different than mine. Um, but there's a lot of people that say, wow, like I read your story or heard about you. And like, I'm in a very similar situation and I can then share my experiences, you know, that I believe kind of really help, um, you know, people, you know, kind of as they're in that learning phase. And, you know, that's for me, like, the best part of this whole thing. I mean, I get emails telling me, hmm. you know, that we're really helping and we, you know, we, we made this difference. You're like, like that's the whole reward here at the end. It's like being those conversations, getting emails like that, knowing that we're making an impact, even though we're just a two month old, three month old company, you know, that hasn't launched yet. We're already starting to see that happen. And that's, that's the best thing in the world. Yeah, it fits it fits in with kind of like the themes right now of being able to use technology in a way that supports mental health, right, and well-being, whereas a lot of applications are just catered towards capturing our attention and our data and information, packaging it and selling it. Um, it's good to see companies out there that are that are building tools to help people cope with the challenges of 
modern life. I was curious why why monument? What was the what was the what led you to this name? So we work with a um, incredible brand uh, agency called a Red Antler. Um, oh yeah, they're the they're the best. They're like literally best. are the best in the business. Literally the best. And um, you know, I, I got to know them through my last business, Paint Ten. You know, they they worked on our brand there as well, and. You know, it, for me, a name is just, I, it's, it's always, I'm terrible at naming things. And I also like, it's hard for me to know if a name is good or not until I kind of see it with the brand. So, you know, I more look at like, what are the options, you know, is the domain available and, you know, can we create some kind of like relevance to what we're doing rather than trying to find the perfect name? Cause mm. I know when I see it, you know, working with the brand that's created, which they also did it's going to be amazing. Um, and I think of the list, you know, monument was really powerful for me, you know, even more so than I would ever expect it as just mm -hmm. a standalone name, because this is a monumental change, right? It's a very hard change. And I don't want to underestimate or, or, or tell anyone like, this is going to easy now because, you know, monuments, it's emotionally difficult. And, you know, I think, it's also for, for me, you know, monumental in the sense of like, it's a very positive change for somebody um, to make in their lives or to commit to. And for some reason, you know, generally people are scared to talk about it. Um, not for some reason, well, I know why um, they're scared to talk about it. They're embarrassed, you know, they feel, feel like a failure. So I think the word monument was really nice in the sense that like, yeah, it's a milestone monumental change in your life. And mm -hmm. it's a monumental change in terms of like, positivity and bettering yourself and your family and your loved ones. And, you know, it just fit really nicely. And, uh, you know, it was kind of the obvious choice when we went through options, it just popped. And, uh, yeah, it makes sense. I'm thinking about just like, as people are going through the process of, you know, of getting sober, there's different moments in that process where it's like, I've reached, I've reached this number of days or I've reached this number of years. And those are kind of each memorialized as yeah, a monument yeah, as well yeah, actually yeah. That, so that that makes me think of one one other question um how are you working with existing organizations that are really focused on alcoholism like alcoholics anonymous for example or al-anon for the families and what kind of buy-in do you have from them and, and their programs is it collaborative or how's that yeah so no that's an excellent question so um you know, I guess I could start with, with Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, you know, I'm, a, I've always been a huge fan of, of Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, I believe that many of my friends, like they save their lives. Like, you know, I also kind of, you know, I have this the view of like, there's only like a certain kind of profile that will have success on the monument platform um you know again low to moderate if if the severity is you know higher than that like i don't even know if we have success treating or if we'd even you know be able to to treat right like i think that you know that is like why more options need to be out there and also not everybody believes in medical treatment or wants to try it so you know uh, like I've just always been like the more options, the better, like we're, I believe my hypothesis is, you know, is going to be, you know, validated that, you know, there's going to be a subset of this population that are going to have success on our platform. And, you know, also a subset that, you know, we, we won't have success, you know, in, in treating because those people do require, you know, more uh, kind of uh, changes in, in live, you know, lifestyle and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I see them very much as a great ally and, and counterpart. And, you know, I think that where we could be of value in working together, um, should they ever want to, is the therapy piece, right? Like, we're not selling medication. And, and you know, I know that, um, you know, the medication piece for them, you know, is, is something that um, I, I believe they don't 
um, are not supportive or, or might not um, want that. But, you know, we don't sell it. You know, we, we don't uh, monetize it. And, and it's very much about, you know, understanding options. And if it's just therapy and that's valuable for somebody in that program, like, I think we would be able to work together and add value there, um, you know, and, a, and using just the therapy piece. So that's how I view it. Um, I've had individual conversations with members of AA about this. There's been excitement, um, you know, from them, but, you know, other than that, you know, we're, we're here. We look at them very much as I look at them as amazing organization that's you know, has helped so many people I know and love and uh, also an essential part of, you know, this whole thing, right? Um, as far as, like, the, the loved ones go, um, you said Al-Anon, I believe. Uh, I can't tell you how many calls or emails we get from loved ones asking about, you know, support for, for themselves or, you know, it, it's a lot. And I think that we... I knew that was important. I didn't understand how high kind of, of, of the importance it was and how many would reach out. So again, that's a phenomenal program addressing a real need. I didn't really understand how big that need was and certainly something like we want to eventually be able to support as well. Um, but, you know, my take is options, you know, whatever's working, if it's working, don't change it. Like, Keep with it. And, um, you know, everyone's journey and path is different. And the more options we, could, we people can try, the more uh, organizations can collaborate to work together, the better off everyone is. Um, yeah. And that's kind of my stance on, on the whole situation with other, other groups. For sure. And I think, I think, you know, as, as we've touched on, everybody has a unique path and their own experience that they carry with them to go through any sort of process and that experience is valuable. And so what you're sharing with this community is your own personal experience and exploration of what was available to you and saying there was, there was room for something else to become available to others. So yeah. really cool. Well, thank you so much for your time, for coming on the show. I know you're, you know, you're about to go with a really big launch, as you mentioned in a couple of days and you probably have a lot on your plate. So you know, thank you for taking the time to Absolutely. speak with me and, and for the listeners. Um, I'll post in the show notes, you know, all about Monument and where they can find you uh, online. And if there's anything else that you want to share with the listeners, um, you know, now's your opportunity before we hop off. Yeah, I just, you know, number one, I want to say that there's a small team, you know, of eight people at this company and, and several partners and consultants that have been working, you know, on this, you know, business and mission. Um, and they've been working overtime and, and they do it because they believe and, and they're passionate about helping, you know, and I think that's really important to acknowledge the work everyone's put in, um, you know, and, you know, the progress we've made in two months, three months, and what, what I'm expecting over the next few months is because of the team. Um, I, you know, want to share our vision. You know, our vision is that, you know, we live in a world where, a healthy relationship with alcohol is attainable and celebrated by all. Right. And that's what we're working towards. And there's a lot that goes into that, right. Affordability, um, fighting the stigma, you know, uh, access, right. There's so much work to be done. And I'd like to say to kind of the listeners, the community is entirely free. It's, it's entirely anonymous and it's there to answer your questions. Right. So, so my goal is to make that valuable in helping with kind of the two frequent questions I hear. Number one, you know, how do I know if I have an issue? And number two is, you know, once it's defined, if I, if I have defined it, what are my options? Right. And talk to people in the community through an anonymous you know, platform, read through kind of the materials and the education. And, you know, that's what, you know, I had to pull from all over the place, you know, to kind of get to my, my final kind of evaluation, but you know, the goals it's there. Um, joinmonument.com that's available nationally. Um, so uh, it's the first step that I'm hoping will be helpful. Um, we'll not have a ton of friction and, um, it's secure and safe and, you know, encourage 
everyone to take advantage of it as something that they're thinking about. Um, and that's it. Awesome. Well, a lot, but that's it for now. Hello, Lookup listeners. One final note before we go. Thank you again for tuning in. Going forward, we'll be releasing new episodes of Lookup every Wednesday morning, Eastern Time. If you're getting value from this podcast and you want to give back to support our future, please take a moment to contribute to our community on Patreon. Our Patreon contributors have access to some great additional perks, including one-on-one meditations with yours truly. I've shared the link in the show notes below the episode. You can also find the show notes to this and previous episodes on our website, www.thelookuppodcast.com. If you can't contribute at this time, there are other helpful ways to give back. You can share this episode on social media, tag me, and or leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Trust me, every review goes a long way. If you want more content, including more of my personal thoughts, you can follow me on social media. My handle on both Instagram and Twitter is at Wark Meinstein, W-A-R-C-M-E-I-N-S-T-E-I-N. Or you can subscribe to the Lookup Weekly Newsletter on my website. I'm also very responsive to email, so feel free to send questions, booking inquiries, speaking requests, and sponsorship opportunities to marc at thelookuppodcast.com. Finally, For those of you that don't know, I lead virtual yoga, breathwork, and meditation classes, as well as one-on-one coaching and teaching sessions, which you can book from the website or my social media accounts. Thank you to Sam Palumbo and Patch Kid Music for the great intro and outro tunes and for the sound engineering. Thank you, brother. And thank you to all of you listeners for continuing to support the show, for tuning in, and I hope that you've been enjoying this journey as much as I have. 